Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, slide over, baby hour. Welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, where we will have a game six in yeah, we the NLCS, will. a game that looked really bad for the Dodgers and great for the Braves through the third inning turned on a dime the Dodgers win it seven to three and you know this could be one of those games where life gets breathed back in just like with the Astros and the Rays and the Dodgers could look 
would not surprise me, as good as they are. They can win the next two games. I told you at the beginning, I expected this series to go seven. But this game kind of had a different feel to it, Mike, with the Dodgers coming back the way they did. Now, I did pick the Astros and the Braves to go to the World Series before the, se- before the season started. But right now, clearly the Dodgers seize momentum back. And this, is, this looked like it was more than just a one-time thing because the way this game changed in the third inning wasn't just, well, here's the Dodgers with the game. They played better. They were this. Now, there was a palpable, you could feel the, the switch go on and the Dodgers really hit a stride. All right, this game was going on. You and I talked about it early. It looked like it was a game where the Braves could run away with this early, right? They have runners on in the first inning. They get a run. They got a bunch of runners on in the second inning. They get another run. The Dodgers were barely holding on. You get to the third inning and you get a sacrifice fly. Make it 3 nothing Braves and the Braves are still batting with runner on second and two outs except when is a sacrifice fly not a sacrifice fly when it was this a swing and a fly ball and the short right coming in Mookie Betts makes a shoot top catch oh what a play and then Ozuna with a head first slide apparently beat the tag although the Dodgers are going to request a replay and the replay is requested because not because Ozuna got tagged out because he left third early i mean this is something you see mike in little league and usually when a kid leaves third once he'll never leave third early again right because when you go back what are you doing you can't leave third base early and ozuna kind of just looks like he i don't know if he spaced out and and i'm waiting hopefully we'll hear from him yeah. in, in the course of the post game but he kind of just spaces out a bit and you know goes back to the bag and then gets off the bag and Maybe he was looking and, and thought that possibly there was no way that Betts was going to catch the ball because you saw Betts coming in. His glove was basically on the ground, and Betts is already seeing his momentum carry him towards the plate, so it's going to be close. So he thought, okay, the ball's going to hit the ground. I'm going to take off early. Uh, but clearly he did take off early because it's not even close on the replays. Right. Instead of 3 nothing Braves and they're still batting and the Dodgers are saying, this is getting away from us early, uh, Joe Kelly gets out of the inning, no runs. Corey Seager comes up the next inning and puts life back in the Dodgers with this swing. Here's a fastball and a fly ball to center field. Heading on back in a hurry and at the wall, Pache can't get it a home run. A home run for Seager over the wall, straightaway center field. It's his third home run of the LCS, and the Dodgers are back to within one. It is two to one. Charlie Steiner, AM570 with the calls on there. And from there, that's where the game changed, Mike, because I don't even want to go into the innings later on. Look, the Dodgers put up three runs in the sixth and three in the seventh. Yeah, and then the bullpen was up to the task. I mean, that's really all it comes down to. But after after that, that play, that sequence of Ozuna not tagging up, Seager hits the home run. From then on, Dodgers at-bats were terrific. They were really squaring up the ball. There was a couple of hard-hit balls that, that were at the warning track and beyond that, that nearly left the park. And from like it's like that was the moment where something switched the Dodgers, and suddenly they were hitting the ball, they were getting on base, and they were starting to make plays offensively, and it was the Dodgers' offense that we had expected to see and not just dribs and drabs of so far this postseason. That was a real change, like a seismic change that suddenly maybe now we're going 
going to see the Dodgers we expected and not the Dodgers who struggled uh, against a pitcher last night who hadn't pitched in three weeks and a pitcher tonight who was starting his first game since he was in college. So it was pretty embarrassing for a while, but it's like the Dodgers finally, like the life just went into them, you know, at that moment where they, they took that momentum off of the Ozuna play, Seager hits it, and from then on out, they were really swinging well. Yeah, I mean, you go to the Ozuna play, clearly the Admiral Akbar reference of, it's a trap, unless it wasn't. Because <laughs> uh, watching it live, it's like, that is the fast, fastest I've ever seen anybody get from third to home. And we've watched a lot of guys, masterful base runners. And, you know, you're trying to cheat. You're trying to get a lean, much like when you're leading off first base, getting a lead. Uh, here you're hoping the, uh, the umpires are kind of spacing out so maybe you can cheat a step. No, 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 not so fast. There's 900 umpires and 9,000 cameras. Uh, you're not getting away with it here. Plus, you're you're not exactly known as a uh, record-breaking speedster. Insert Tyreek Hill or any number of NFL speed wideouts uh, as we go. How about we get a little uh, Henry Ruggs while we're at it? Just give him a little bit of love. <laughs> but the, the idea then is for the Dodgers, we, we talked about it the last couple nights. They just didn't seem loose. Right. Just seemed puckering a little bit, perhaps the pressure, because they know what's being written about here. They know what the weight of all this is. Sure as hell no, Clayton Kershaw knew what was on for him when Dave Roberts, given the last couple of postseasons, the fact that you're trumpeting eight straight division titles, but you're en route to not even matching the Braves, right? You win your division, but you can't get over. Well, at least the Braves got one. And the Dodgers in danger of that. I don't know who they're going to give credit to for finding the levity and breaking the tensions. But at some point out of that play, and momentum is such a tough word to ascribe to any of this, but maybe that's it. Maybe it was the, all right, now let's let's capitalize. Emotions swung our way and, and see what we can put together because the, the at-bats got better, as you said. You know, a little more working the counts and, and good, strong hits. Mookie Betts actually had multiple hits in a game. I mean, I, I wanted to take a snapshot <laughs> Mookie, of my yeah, television. Still Bellinger stunk, so there is that. Just well, so no, that's just fine. Still if stunk. everybody else is hitting and he's going to stink, he's going to stink. Uh, and and if, if that's going to become his calling card of being a regular season guy. Hey, does that sound familiar? Didn't we talk about a certain pitcher wearing number 22 who's kind of that guy? Uh, that <laughs> If that's what it's going to be, that's fine because you're at still at least bringing people to the dance. You may be standing alone being the guy serving punch if you keep hitting 150. <laughs> but And someone's going to say, hey, I'm stealing your girlfriend here for a, for a spin. And what are you going to do? You can't perform, so you just have to shrug and, and watch him you know, walk off. And, wow, now I'd, I'm just describing back to the future now, aren't I? <laughs> yes, no, you are. You've gotten right into that now. <laughs> Pretty soon, Dave hey, I Roberts caught myself as I'm saying say, it. I'm like, wow. Dave yeah. Roberts shows up at the end. He's putting bananas in his in, in the thing and, and fruit and garbage. Oh, we gotta we gotta go to the future. We gotta figure something out in the ninth <laughs> inning because you don't want to bring Kenley Jansen in again. Yeah. So um, now it becomes the curiosity of what it looks like. Walker Bueller tomorrow, the weight of the world's on his shoulders, right? Because it's on him. Not to mention you've used a lot of bullpen the last couple days, which yeah. means you need to get a few more innings. Because today. Look, Dave Roberts is going to have to answer for why Dustin May came out so fast. 55 pitches and gone. Wasn't the most effective uh, two innings that we've seen, but 
that was it. Like, he got the quick hook uh, when you're doing everything you can to, A, stave off elimination, but, B, being conscious of you survive for another day. But now we, uh, we got to that bridge, and they have to cross it. Yeah, and, and for the Dodgers, look, they come back, and obviously the seminal moment was Will Smith's home run off of Will Smith, which yeah. if you're a sports fan, for some reason, that moment was just different. It was, oh, Will Smith might pitch to Will Smith in this series. It's like, oh, my God, oh my God. And we got it. I mean, we got Will Smith pitching yeah, to did. Will Smith, and we had a clear-cut winner when Spider-Man is pointing at himself. Hey, it's Will Smith <laughs> versus Will Smith. Hey, it's you, it's me. And, it, you know, it's not the same as Gemini Man. Okay, Gemini Man was Will Smith against a younger version of himself. This is two different Will Smiths that occupy the same space. Well, and, I mean, uh, they, they aren't the same age, are they? I don't, I don't know all the, the ins and outs of the... Uh, well, where the pitching Will Smith comes from. Oh, hang on. Now I'm going to look. Okay, so now we Dodgers make catcher sure. Will Smith is 25. And so now Will Smith, the pitcher, is – I think Will Smith, the pitcher, is a little bit older. Yeah, he's 31. Oh, okay, so good. Will so Smith, there is the pitcher, a little bit of that dynamic going on here. Yes. Uh, oh, 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 and again, Jason Stark, you see something in, in baseball you've never seen before. Yeah. Will Smith, a guy hitting a home run off a guy with the same name. And the fact that they, still, they both go by Will. You know, I mean, they both go by Will, yeah. knowing full well that Will Smith was already a big star. Right? Like, Why Will should Smith I change a- my name? Because he sucks. You no. know what? <laughs> no talent ass clown started winning <laughs> Grammys. Uh, but these guys both go. Look, Will Smith has been a big star in Hollywood when both these guys were born, right? So you have Will Smith, the pitcher, was born in, in if he's 31, he was born in 79. Okay. All right. So, okay. So that's fine. But uh, wait a minute. Am I right? 79, 80? No, no, no. He was born in 89. Okay, so he's born in 89. So Will Smith had already kind of been around. People knew Will Smith was. No excuse at all for the Dodgers' Will Smith. I mean, they, he was born in 1995. Will Smith was clearly a big star, and they still call him Will. Just you just knew he Bill? was going to be the superior Will Smith. That's you all. go by Bill or Billy. You know, I mean, no one remembers Billy Smith was the goalie Willie. for the Islanders when Willie they won Smith. four Family Cups. Nobody remembers that, Billy Smith. You'd be Billy Smith, Bill Smith. Bill, you go by, why do you go by Will Smith when there's a guy there? It's a good question. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I don't know. It, it's weird. You know, and you know, we want to hear a good story about this, about famous names? Okay. This, this sure. is a good story real quick. Before we get to Kenley Jansen, because we have to get is to Is this about Jansen. Jason Smith of the Knicks? No, 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 no. This is a different one. So oh, okay. in, in soccer, um, I've coached a girl the last couple of years, and her name is Jennifer Lopez. Right. And she's a great she's one of my favorite girls that I've coached forever. I mean, she's such she's such a great kid. She's awesome, awesome family. And I, I say to her beginning, I said, you know, what, what, do, what do you like to call? And she says, oh, Jennifer's fine. I said, OK, great. So I always called her Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. And then so many other people call her J-Lo. Right. They call her J-Lo, J-Lo, okay, you know, sure. And she kind of smiles and kind of smiles and they do that. But I've never done that because I don't know if she likes that. And she said, call me Jennifer. I remember one day like we were all just hanging out of practice or something or I forget where we were. And and I said, so how do you feel when, when people call you J-Lo? Do you like it? And she goes, no, not really. And I'm going, oh, my God. you, you got to tell people if they call you that. you got to tell people if you don't like what they say. You know, say. we have a whole open about things like that. <laughs> but she's such, but she's so nice. She doesn't say anything. And she's like, yeah, she kind of smiles and goes along. I go, oh, wow. I feel, I, that's one where I go, I, I, I feel like I'm, I, I know what I'm doing right now. I, I, at least if, if I don't know anything, at least I know, you know the right name to call you did ask the that. right question I mean, yeah that was oh very sure good of you. yeah sure i said i said what, what do you think when people said do you like that no not really i don't and i've seen people call her j-lo for like three years now i'm going oh my god that, that might have been the most people. adult moment you've ever had it was sometimes i can fool myself 
I'm like, you know, I, maybe, you know, maybe there is a little hope for me. Maybe there's a little bit you. hope for me. Uh, there also could be a little bit of hope for Kenley Jansen. As Jansen comes in in the ninth inning, and I told everybody, make sure you get a sandwich, get ready to go, because Jansen's yeah. coming in in the ninth. And it was a very vintage Kenley Jansen moment. Now, for a second, did the Dodgers plan on it going this way and Jansen was going to close the game? No, not at all. But the way this game went, the Dodgers used everybody in the bullpen and Jansen was the only guy left unless you're going to bring back Kershaw. So that wasn't going to happen. But Jansen comes in. 12th on the radar gun, ESPN reporting. That was the highest he had hit on the radar gun since the middle of September. So this may be he's had a couple of days off. He can throw 94, uh, but still it's not quite what it used to be with him, and they have to pick their spots. Tonight they had no choice, but at least for the Dodgers, at least they know, all right, now if we need him again, maybe he's not going to be someone that suddenly gets, you know, they're hitting the ball off the wall on, we got to get him out of the game in the ninth inning. I don't know if they'll go to him again in the ninth unless they have to, but at least it looked like Jansen bounced back a little bit tonight, which is good news for them. That's fantastic news for the Dodgers and Dodger faithful. Uh, add the extra breathing room. Of course, we don't know that you'll have that every night, but uh, you take them as they come, succeed and proceed as we have preached on this show, latching on to the John Calipari theory uh, espoused several years back. Uh, it is a show mantra, and for the Dodgers, that's all you can do, right? You, you, you find uh, some excitement, and now we see is momentum something legit or did the bats go quiet again like they did after the 15 run outburst right that's it because now we're resetting the rotation and and you go back to basics the bullpen games are over you did your job you took care of the middle relievers uh after just being mesmerized by by minter to start the game hell of an effort by him gotta make sure to triple underscore that for a guy who hadn't opened a game slash started a game since 2015 so uh game six uh stupid slotting I don't know if that's some rule with the NCAA or pre-brokered or some nonsense. So a 1 p.m. start. But, again, succeed and proceed. You're living to see another day. Yeah, and we're going to most likely get Freed and Bueller tomorrow. Officially, it hasn't been announced yet, but that's probably what we're going to get. Yeah. So this bullpen game of, ah, oh, we're going to have a guy. No, no, no. Now you got the two aces, two of the best pitchers in baseball. It's going to be some kind of game six. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Yeah, it's Will Smith night. For Will Smith the catcher, not Will Smith the pitcher. Let's make it clear. Two of us. That's funny, Dad. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. You want to know what's really scary? Seeing just how much you could have been saving on car insurance by switching to Geico. Almost as scary as watching your dog growl at the wall and realize he sees something that you don't. Get a quote at Geico.com. <laughs> Joining us now on the hotline, all the way from Las Vegas. You can see him every day, Monday through Friday, on Fox Sports 1's Lock It In. He is the lead actor on the show, Todd Furman, our friend in Vegas. Todd, what's happening, my friend? Not a whole heck of a lot, gentlemen. Uh, how are things in lovely Southern California? Well, let's see. The Lakers won the championship, and the Dodgers stayed alive for one more night. So, so far, things are okay. Should make things very interesting tomorrow. We obviously know the Rays and Astros in a pivotal game seven tomorrow evening. Uh, and, of course, Walker Buehler gets a chance to for a little bit of revenge against Max Free, where the Dodgers will open up right around $1.50 favorite at FanDuel. All right, so I want to start here. Before we get to, to this, we have big college football, NFL. If I said to you when it was three-zip 
uh, Astros were down to the Rays. And I said, I want to bet the Astros to win the ALCS. What kind of odds would I have gotten? Uh, 22 to 1, widely available as kind of the going rate. Essentially, at that point, it became a four game money line parlay, yet knowing the Astros had no margin for error. We've got to go all the way back to what, 2004, to find the last time a team erased a 3 nothing series deficit uh, when it was the Red Sox against the Yankees. But you had the feeling when Carlos Correa hits the home run uh, in the bottom of the ninth inning in game five that all of a sudden momentum is changing. That raised bullpen today couldn't come in and get Blake Snell off the hook. All things point to the Houston Astros tomorrow, but as far as odds makers are concerned, still slight underdogs with Lance McCullers against Charlie Morton. Yeah, riddle me this, Batman. How does it work, uh, you know, since we haven't had any off days, you know, when, when we're going into the algorithms, how much different does the, the odds process go when we know we're going to see a lot of bullpen time? You know, it really won't change a whole heck of a lot in terms of the way the numbers are set. It'll change things a little bit in terms of how people go about trying to handicap it. And when you look at Tampa, knowing that they've used a lot of their elite relievers so many times throughout the series, you hear all the time from professional ball players that the more a hitter gets a chance to see a pitcher, it's going to work in their favor. So I think when you look at tomorrow's game, it's imperative that Charlie Morton can give the Rays five to six innings, maybe turn the ball over to Tyler Glass now. But you look at Lance McCullers, he was a tough luck loser way back early on in this series if it wasn't for a Jose Altuve air and a subsequent Manuel Mar- Margot three-run home run we'd have been talking about McCullers cha- stemming the tides and he had all his pitches working I think if you're an Astros fan uh, you have a lot of reason to be excited that this series has been stretched as far as it has all right getting to college football tomorrow the big story all week has been Nick Saban it looked like he wasn't going to coach after coming down with a positive COVID-19 test luckily he was doing well he was was feeling fine now he's tested negative he may actually coach tomorrow uh does this matter to you is this affect uh, how you feel how Georgia Alabama is gonna play out tomorrow I think it plays a role. There's no doubt about it when you look at Nick Saban and what he does as far as the overall general for all things Alabama football. You're going to feel a lot more comfortable with a Bama ticket in your pocket knowing that he's out there calling the shots more so than Steve Sarkeesian on the offensive side uh, and essentially Charlie Strong assuming the responsibilities defensively. So I'm curious to see how the betting market will respond. We know that once the uh, story broke that Nick Saban had tested positive for COVID, you saw Alabama from a six-point favorite number get as low as three-and-a-half in some locations. Market has since stabilized in that four, four and a half range. Uh, and I think what's interesting about this is you try and figure out, do you trust Alabama's high-flying offense, or do you like Georgia's elite-level defense with a quarterback that hasn't played a football game of this magnitude during his short career in Athens? All right, do we just go away from money lines and betting the spread just go over? <laughs> I mean, this game has been interesting. You saw some books out here in Vegas open the total as low as 49. Uh, Books in faraway places used a 59. Number got down to 56. And we've since seen it settle in that 57-58 range. But if last weekend was any indication in the SEC, only one game between conference opponents came in under the total, and that was a 24-2 game between Kentucky and Mississippi State. Every other game went flying over, of course, highlighted by Alabama's score fest against Ole Miss, where Alabama picked up roughly 94% of the total available offensive yards that were out there on the field. 
Todd Furman, our insider in Vegas with us, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. All right, now we get to Sunday. There's two games that, that really stand out more than any others, and the first one is Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Mike and I talked about this earlier. Um, I like Brady and, and Tampa to kind of have a get-right week. They've had 10 days to get used to. Hey, Brady thought it was third down. Uh, Green Bay, as good as they are, their opponents have not been good. I, I see this as kind of a Tampa Bay get right week and uh, their defense is, is not bad they don't allow a ton of points and I see Tampa winning this game how do you see it I would agree uh, that my lean would be towards Tampa here as a one-point home underdog. However, not a game that I'll be running to bat by any stretch of the imagination. I think these two teams are evenly matched. You look at Green Bay, extra time to prepare, and we saw Aaron Rodgers earlier this offseason when he was quarantined in Green Bay really make the most of his time, and he had some pretty strong comments about the COVID protocol and his inability to leave the greener pasture, so to speak, of northern Wisconsin in early October. Meanwhile, Tampa's defense is going to look a little bit different without Vita Vey there alongside and Dama can sue, which has made them one of the more potent rush defenses in the entire league since Todd Bowles took over. But you mentioned Tom Brady. He's had to hear the jokes. He's had to hear you know, everything about him losing track of downs with that so-called senior moment against the Chicago Bears. He'll have Chris Godwin back at his disposal. They're starting to see Ronald Jones emerge. And when you look at this Packers team, they're just not generating the pass rush that we saw last year. So I think you'll get a lot of two tight end sets from the Bucks and that heat and humidity down there in Tampa. You could see Green Bay you know, get worn down late, leaning towards Tampa. Uh, but I do think we see a good amount of points. The problem being is this total has been bet up from 51 and a half on the open all the way out to 56. I, I think I, I like to tie these two teams together, Todd, as we've done this week. You know, Green Bay and Pittsburgh, and people take their divergent paths of, of talking of how they've navigated the first quarter of the season. Obviously, Pittsburgh losing uh, that game uh, against Tennessee, getting that move back and having the bye. But the idea of you haven't played anybody. So I don't know necessarily what Green Bay is yet perfection of Aaron Rodgers aside, right? All, all the goodness that everybody wants to. Not exactly world-beating. Likewise, Pittsburgh has Cleveland this week. I don't know how good Cleveland is. Well, I think the Browns have been more battle-tested than the Pittsburgh Steelers to this point in the season. That win against Indianapolis last weekend shouldn't be ignored, knowing how good the Colts' defense had been. Of course, they were playing without Darius Leonard. Mm -hmm. And the the, uh, dynamics look a little bit different in terms of what Indianapolis can do in a vertical passing game, knowing a number of their key weapons have been sidelined and or limited. Meanwhile, Pittsburgh, though, I mean, they let Philadelphia go up and down the field on them, including that 74-yard draw play late in the first quarter. They turned Travis Fulgham into the second coming of Mike Quick, wearing Philadelphia Eagles colors. Mike Quick! And quite frankly, I'm just not sure that this Steelers secondary can hold up if their defense can't get home. Now, Baker Mayfield, of course, dealing with a rib injury. Odell Beckham Jr., illness as well. Uh, for me, I think this is going to tell us a lot about these two teams and who really becomes uh, the most team most likely to dethrone the Baltimore Ravens, if anyone can, within the AFC North. Laying the three and a half, right? Uh, for me, not getting involved there. I do think uh, if we get a he- oh, healthy Odell Beckham Jr. and we trust that Baker Mayfield is going to be able to last four quarters, that 51 is a manageable number for these two teams to go over. Uh, I think there's going to be some opportunity for big plays, especially in the passing game. Hey, Todd, last one for me. When it comes to the Cowboys, right, they're playing Monday night against Arizona, and here comes Andy Dalton. And Has there been a lot of change in either odds for the Cowboys or interest or futures now knowing that it's Andy Dalton for the rest of the season instead of Dak Prescott? 
Not so much in the future market. I mean, this was a team that was widely picked by most people to ultimately win the NFC East. People thought that the Philadelphia Eagles would take a step back, knew the Washington football team and the New York Giants were probably a couple of years away from being somewhat relevant in the division race. But as far as the game is concerned, you were looking at Dallas projected out to about a three-point favorite with Dak Prescott under center. You saw the market move as far as Arizona minus two and a half, minus three. Before that was a gross overcompensation for a quarterback that's been there and done that. And we know Andy Dahl in only 3-16 and 16 his last 19 games, but I don't think that's a reflection of his skill set, more so an indictment of where the Cincinnati Bengals were heading. I mean, this is a guy who consistently won the division, couldn't win in the playoffs, but I don't think it dampers any hopes that the Cowboys have uh, for winning the division and getting to the postseason. I do ultimately think their ceiling becomes a lot lower than would have been with Dak. But I think Monday night with an us-against-the-world mentality against the Arizona team that has been the model of inconsistency, uh, I could see the Cowboys going out there and winning this game outright on the football field as one and a half point dogs all right so we saw houston play some inspired football uh post bill o'brien departure now we have atlanta in the post dan quinn era is there there anything in the historical data to suggest that you get a bump and uh ats uh these teams perform well or is it short-lived uh, there, there really isn't a historical sample size that you could rely on to bet blindly for coaches that are fired in the middle of the season, unfortunately. You mentioned the Houston Texans last week, and I think they became the beneficiary of playing a Jaguars defense that was down four key contributors. Yep. Uh, so that number could be slightly misleading, although I do think the Texans can carry some of that prosperity forward here. But when you look at the Falcons and Vikings, we know life without Dalvin Cook a little look a little bit different. We'll see if Alexander Madison can handle the baton. Uh, but the problem for the Falcons, regardless of who they're coaches. I mean, this is a JV defense that they're operating with with a back seven. Matt Ryan has looked old, and it's hour by hour, minute by minute in terms of Julio Jones' availability. But at four, that's actually where I made the number. I personally didn't have a chance to lay three early on like I had hoped. Uh, But I do think the total at 54 is a little bit inflated, and this game has the potential to be slightly lower scoring than odds makers would lead you to believe, although you're going to keep all of your fantasy key cogs for both the Vikings and Falcons active, obviously. You can follow him on Twitter at Todd Furman. That is at Todd Furman. You can check him out as well. Monday through Friday, lead actor on Fox Sports 1's Lock It In. Todd, as always, buddy, appreciate your time. Enjoy the games, and we will talk next week. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Enjoy the football this weekend. Hit him hard, buddy. See ya. Great stuff from Todd Furman there. Now, real quick, because, Mike, we've talked about Green Bay, Tampa. Cleveland and Pittsburgh's the other big game on Sunday. Yeah. And, you know, as good as Cleveland has been, and as disappointing as Pittsburgh's defense has been, look, it's, it's hard to say because Pittsburgh's won every game, but they just haven't been as dominant defensively. This game seems ripe for Cleveland to, to, to get up and over on Pittsburgh. I just don't see it. I, I, it's hard for me because with less weapons, you know, if they were at full strength, it could be different. But look, we have no idea if Odell Beckham's even going to be able to play. He's not been around the team the last couple of days. It is no Nick Chubb. I, I think Pittsburgh's offense is just kind of starting to take off without Deontay Johnson, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who plays wide receiver for the Steelers. They still score 35 points a game. Uh, Pittsburgh, their offense really starts to take off here Cleveland kind of stubs their toe a bit and Pittsburgh goes to five and oh I think Pittsburgh wins this game handily I think you you talk about the first month or so of the season Driscoll comes in 
How much did you game plan for Driscoll against Denver? A game you had in hand and kind of set on cruise control. So if you had bet the Steelers, yeah, you're pissed. But you still won the game. And I think you're looking at the the Eagles. All right, the big run from Miles Sanders is the one that stands out. Todd highlights it. And... I don't, I don't know that you've ratcheted it down. This one's grudge match, division match. They're hearing about how great Cleveland is. They still need to get Miles Garrett back for the foolishness of last year. Uh, I, I think this is one where Big Ben and company make a statement. And look, Chase Claypool is going to be the hero of the day. Once again, fantasy owners want to know. I want your flex, the podcast. We discussed it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios. Coming up in a couple minutes, Mike and I will give you our upset special picks for the week in the National Football League. But coming off of tonight, Mike, with the Dodgers extending the series and the Astros extending the series, um, you know, for the Dodgers, look, we, 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 we talked a lot about the big moment of that game certainly being Ozuna getting caught off third and and the Dodgers appealing and, and instead of a 3 nothing Braves lead, it's 2 nothing. The Dodgers get out of the inning. Corey Seager's home run changed everything because then the Dodgers seemed to calm down and had good at-bats, and they go on to beat the Braves 7-3. So Ozuna, that really was the biggest moment of that game. And for the Astros winning today, you know, clearly coming back the way they did and, and, and the Tampa Bay Rays now feeling a bit of the pressure – you know, it's two different 3-0 comebacks, and clearly the Astros still have one more big game to win. And it, it, they want to compare it. People already want to compare it to the Red Sox comeback over the Yankees in 2004. Sure. And it's two different things. The lack of home field, the lack of days off, um, a couple of different factors all make the comeback in the bubble a little bit easier uh, in a series you're down than normally. But two things that really felt the same were Carlos Correa's walk-off in Game 5 when that was that game could still go either way and the Braves could still walk off and the Dave Roberts Steele game tying run off of Rivera in Boston in 2004 it only cut the series to 3 to 1 but that kind of started the Red Sox comeback that sort of became inevitable and and that's two moments that I feel are kind of comparable like this in in retrospect seeing that Dave Roberts Steele and seeing it ignite everything I'm kind of see the Carlos Correa home run and that kind of igniting things from there those two big moments certainly are comparable and but the Astros still have one more game to go yeah with the the Astros I mean we've talked about all the different variables that come into this series uh that make it look it's part of the mutant 2020 we know that but with Houston they they just keep fighting right and the us against the world all this the vitriol spewed against them they all hear it find a, a little bit of, of a gap and the the raise a lot of these guys we always talk about how young they are right how inexperienced and what happens the pucker effect is real all of a sudden you know objects in the rearview mirror are closer than they appear uh and the blake snell uh departure from today's game kind of tells you where you're at in terms of pressure points and perhaps maybe outthinking the room uh if you're cash Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, we do it every week. We give you our big upset special picks for the weekend. Uh, last week, uh, we were both one and one, I think. So uh, we got the, our, right. our, our records up around 500 because we had bad starts. We've been better the past couple of weeks. Um, I'll kick things off, and I will give you an 
winless team that will cover will not be surprised if they win on the field. The Jet, no, of course not the Jet. They're a train wreck. <laughs> I'm going to take Atlanta getting five over Minnesota. Look, Minnesota is not very good. They're not very good at all. And Atlanta clearly has an offense that can put points on the board. And now they're free from the Dan Quinn drama. Is he going to get fired? Is he not? And just like I told you last week with Houston, they got, they got out from under Bill O'Brien. They played freer. They played looser. They get their first win. It's going to be the same thing. It's a good opponent for Atlanta because Minnesota has a tough time stopping anybody. Sure. So this is going to be Atlanta plus five. They're getting healthy, getting all their guys back. I like the Falcons. I'll take them over Minnesota. I kind of dig that. Uh, the Bears, for me, against Carolina, look uh, a stepping stone. Still think there's some warts, uh, and they need to figure out how to run the football, uh, but the defense should be able to contain Teddy Bridgewater. But go to Monday night football. Cowboys uh, open minus three. Now we're looking at a one-and-a-half-point dog against Kyler Murray. I don't know how well the defense uh, plays, but Kyler Murray does give you a couple opportunities to go after it. Uh, maybe generate a turnover or two. And you know me, I'm a staunch Andy Dalton supporter. Oh, I think Dalton's going to throw deep. They're not going to limit the offense at all. And it's going to be the Cowboys find their identity. They're going to run the football more. And you watch the Cowboys. They will not miss a beat. Uh, My second pick, because I was so happy with them last week, I'm going to go with them again this week. I'm going to go with Houston getting five against Tennessee. This is a fishy line. There's no way Tennessee coming off that dominant win being undefeated should only be favored by five points off a Houston team that's struggling. This line is fishy. Coming off the short week, they get a bounce. Dominant performance, Houston plus five. I have the I don't know what to expect because everybody's burying this team. Give me San Francisco plus four uh, with the Rams coming to town. Whoa, look at you. Jimmy! Jimmy. (laughs) Jimmy. For Mike, I'm Jason. Have a great weekend. Jonas Knox coming up next. Fox. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.